Are you a budding writer with great potential but no publishing offers? Be your own publisher with digitalauthor.com. The first three months are free. Build a readership following without all the red tape. Visit digitalauthor.com today. What are you waiting for? Welcome to Bookworm. This is a podcast that is dedicated to students across Ontario who are studying different types of literature in their their courses and specifically looking at literary theory. Literary theory has changed the way we think about literature, language, identity, and society. But sometimes literary theory can be really intimidating. We have to remind ourselves that it can also be very exciting. And so that's the purpose of this podcast, is to talk to students about um, literary theory, showing how it um, actually helps us understand literary text and how it enriches our enjoyment of the literature as well. Each week, we invite a different student from across Ontario to share with us the text that they are reading and also um, how it's it's changed their their perspective and how literary theory in in general has uh, helped enrich their reading experience. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to Bookworm. My name is Jane Page-Turner and I'm your host. Today we are discussing the novel The Inconvenient Indian, written by Thomas King. We'll be exploring the reader response to this novel from a literary analysis viewpoint. Our guest today is Grace Hawman, who's a grade 12 student at IE Weldon Secondary School in Lindsay, Ontario. Welcome, Grace. Hi, thanks for having me. Tell us a little bit about how you decided to choose this book for your final assignment in your grade 12 English class. Well, there are several novels to choose from, but when I went into chapters to pick one up from the store, uh, they had nothing in stock except for The Inconvenient Indian. So it made the decision pretty easy. I read the book, the back of the book, an inside cover, and thought it didn't sound too bad, but I was nervous it wasn't my first choice, and I wasn't sure about the subject material. So really, you didn't pick the book. It picked you. I guess that's one way of looking at it. So Grace, what does the text have to do with you personally and with your life? Honestly, at first, I didn't believe it had anything to do with me. Growing up, on a dairy farm has helped me to appreciate and love the land we live on. I am in no way suggesting my connection to the land as a spiritual as the First Nations people who have lived here for centuries, but I do understand a connection to your land and a desire to keep it healthy and free of harm. And of course, being human gives us the ability to relate to one one another, to be compassionate, caring, and empathetic to the struggles of others. As a reader, I was able to make this human connection by listening to the story I was being told and making connections to my world and my family. How much does the text agree or clash with your view of the world? And what would you consider right and wrong? There's a quote in the novel that says, what happened can't be undone. None of us is responsible for the sins of our ancestors. Times have changed. Get over it. I've certainly heard this sentiment before and have mixed feelings about it. I do not want to feel guilty about something my ancestors did hundreds of years ago that had nothing to do with me, but it is more than that for the First Nation people of Canada. It is about what we continue to do to them through our stereotyping of them, through our racism, 
towards them through our inability to see them for who they are, human beings. Hmm, interesting. What did you learn and how much were your views and opinions challenged or changed by this text, if at all? I learned that I had more in common with First Nations people than I thought. The author was able to change my perspective, which in turn can change the future by making a difference through my everyday actions and being aware of the powerful message that my words and treatment towards others can have through generations. How well does the text address things that you personally care about and consider important to the world? Did it pass the who cares test? Yes, definitely. I didn't even know I cared until I read the text. I mean, I have learned, I've heard and learned about the First Nations struggles in school and even at home a bit, but it didn't impact me. I was personally connected. I wasn't personally connected to it. At some point in the novel, it clicked for me that I would not be able, would not want to be treated this way, that I was embarrassed by my ancestors' treatment of these people. I was ashamed of the Catholic Church's involvement. I realized that these are human beings just like me, and that made it personal. I care about human rights and the way North American society has treated First Nations people and continue to treat First Nations people as disrespectful and a violation of human rights, in my opinion. We need to do better. Interesting. Can you, can you give me some examples of these human rights violations? There are so many, but to start with, how about the residential schools? I mean, these children were forced to leave their homes and forced into Christian school, where they were to abandon all culture and language and try to assim assimilate to our culture. If they did not, they were beaten or abused in other ways that were too difficult for me to talk about. Their families were torn apart and may never return home to their parents. This would not happen to white children in Canada. And people may say, well, that was a long time ago. Not really. The last school closed in the 1990s. And if we really didn't, if we really want to talk about current human rights violations, how about the reserves in northern Ontario with no access to clean water and children living in poverty? What? That's not right. We need and can do better. What can you praise about the text? What problems did you have with it? I'm not going to lie. I struggled with the novel for a long time. It was difficult to read, and at times I was embarrassed by what the Europeans, my ancestors, had done to the First Nations people. The author also shared a great deal of facts and figures and historical information that was at times very hard to get through and keep my attention. But every now and then he would throw in some sarcasm, just enough humor to lighten the mood and help take some of the heaviness of the subject away. For example, when the author was talking about how the government enfranchised the Indians, which essentially meant they took their status away, King writes, if you look the word up in the dictionary, you'll find that enfranchised means to be liberated. A Blackfoot friend once told me that enfranchised was a French was French for screw, King 71. I mean, it's not really funny when you think about it, but it does show that the author is real and is trying to take some of the heaviness away when he can in this novel. How well did you enjoy the text, or not, as entertainment or as a work of art? Once I had embraced the novel, I found that I generally liked the text and agreed with the message. 
I believe he was trying to send his readers. I enjoy the author's style of writing and that he added humor. He was honest and genuinely was not trying to lay blame or make me feel guilty. I think he sincerely wants his readers to listen and to hear what happened, why First Nations people can't get over it, and where we need to go from here. In general, do you think this is a text worth reading? Should it be uh, on a syllabus for Canadian high school students? I think so, for sure. There is certainly a valuable message to be shared with society and high school students who need to hear this message. It would be especially effective if they had an adult helping them to understand this message at a deeper level. Thanks so much for your input and reflections, Grace. It's been a pleasure. You're welcome. And so, everyone, that's a wrap for Bookworm this week. Stay tuned for info on our upcoming podcast next Tuesday.